Hey everyone, welcome to Real Talk Bro. And uh, we are your host, Zach, and this is... Brian. Hey guys, what's up? Alright, so uh, for this one, we are talking about hustle culture and uh, our opinions on it and uh, why I personally think it's very toxic. So, uh, like, uh, to give a brief overview of uh, what uh, hustle culture is, uh, hustle culture is where, uh, I mean, um, uh, I'm not sure if you guys have seen before, uh, where friends, whether they are, like, salespeople or insurance agents or property agents, they are, like, uh, continually posting uh, uh, like their successes or continually posting like, how they're working very hard on their dreams and all. Uh, so like uh, hustle culture does permeate in uh, things like this. Uh, so so um, okay, to put it in words, hustle culture is like this idea of where where uh, um, where you have to keep hustling, you have to keep like uh, working on something until you succeed. And it actually is can be quite toxic because uh, it can cause you to feel guilt when you are not working on things that uh, are, are work related. So right. yeah, so like uh, I uh, we just recently did this uh, uh, this episode on uh, mental health. So I think uh, it, it ties in quite uh, seamlessly from uh, mental health to uh, yeah. hustle culture where. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I feel that you know this whole idea of a hustle culture can cause a lot of unneeded stress and unneeded, uh, unneeded like uh, unhappiness in a lot of people. Where uh, when when uh, you see like everyone around you like working hard and like, everyone like uh, pushing forward, you feel like you are you'll be left behind if uh, mm. you uh, don't do the same. So. Uh, I feel that this is really, really toxic because like people really need uh, men- mental health off days and like you just need off day to like you know uh, reorganize yourself and we can't o- constantly be like uh, pushing forward like you become like a zombie or a drone right like yeah, we are human beings not robots so so uh, I I I think uh, um like it's it's really really bad to have this mentality uh. so uh, I wanted to share more uh. uh and start off this this uh, topic we are doing with uh, this mm-hmm. video that I recently saw. So uh, I'll also share it with you, uh, Brian. So mm. uh, it was this video about this uh, 11-year-old girl or something. Like, I can't remember if she's 11 or 7 years old. But yeah. she was speaking on stage in uh, right. some sort of a uh, convention. Yeah. So like uh, she was she was she went on stage. Like, she was dressed like very nice, like uh, you know makeup and all, like like an adult. Yeah. And uh, she was like telling the audience how like. She's so upset that she can't get a job because she's like she's like seven or she's underage. Right. And uh, also she was like telling the audience like, oh, I'm working hard on my business, I'm working hard on everything, and I'm uh, better than all my peers. I'm working, I can't understand why all my peers are like playing games while I'm working hard on something. And and it's it's I just feel like uh really, really like I feel a lot a wide range of emotions when I listen to that that uh talk or watch that video like uh yeah. I, like, I just feel like you know like hey, this girl is freaking 11 and like hell when i was 11 what was i doing i was freaking playing uh dota on on uh, warcraft 3 <laughs> like, yeah. like i was just like, enjoying my youth like uh, right and uh like like uh the and it was really crazy because like the the dad was like watching his daughter on 
speaking to other adults in the mm. whole convention and then like he was like clapping he was cheering and he was like enabling her to you know think that way you know I was like damn um like I I don't know like I I as a as a as her dad I would feel like oh she's like you know like uh killing herself with this adult nonsense when she should just be doing things a child a child should be enjoying like um, right. playing with her friends and all that I mean uh. Yeah, like, like, I was very, very concerned. Um, I think, like, uh, yes, it's true that, you know, like, it's really great that she has this ambition from the beginning and she's, I guess, quite mature for a kid. But mm-hmm. still, um, I feel that, like, for her, I felt that for her, like, she's at an age where, you know, she can just, like, relax, not care about things, adopt things like taxes and rent. So, like, <laughs> she, she should just, like, you know, enjoy it and, you know, like, build a, wholesome experience so like when she looks back she'll she'll like you know uh not have any regrets uh. yeah so so um uh i i really didn't like that you know the girl was like telling other adults to like you know kind of like man up and like all like woman up and like uh push forward because uh uh while it's good her intentions were probably pure and good it's just it just doesn't it just uh feels like uh like you're just pushing things forward without you know like fully understanding the plethora of different things that right uh, go behind the whole thought process of pushing forward. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, actually, <clears throat> you know the this this sort of video you're talking about. I think more specifically for for some some of our listeners to have more context uh, Um, it was a video that you shared with me. Um. By this uh guy who runs the YOLO SG yeah, uh, Instagram, which is uh you know the <clears throat> Y E O L O dot S G, the yeah. the guy who makes uh memes about Singapore and whatever. La. Yeah. But but basically so so this video that he shows, he talks about hustle culture and uh the 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 clip that, that Zach talks about uh about this little girl going on stage. She's the daughter of uh this this um this like entrepreneur in uh the US called Grand Cardone. Um he's like quite quite active on social media, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and uh he's like I I think he's one of those people who are like constantly uh mentioned like even on uh uh like in the same breath as like maybe Ty Lopez or like Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh who Draymond John, is that the Shark Tank investor? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Cuban. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so those those couple of names, right? And you know, uh, recently, uh, Zach and I, uh, I was recommending this uh, show called um, Undercover Billionaire. So, so Grand Cardone, uh, the, the girl who was talking in that clip was Grand, uh, is, is, is his daughter, correct, correct, yeah. Wow, okay, yeah, this yeah. one, oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and that was, that 10X conference is, uh, is like a Grand Cardone brand name conference. Yeah. Ah. yeah so that's like the context behind the context yeah okay, okay. yeah 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 actually actually like sharing me stuff i didn't even know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. but but yeah that's just a fun fact lah. but um yeah back back to you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh so so uh, you can watch this video on yolo uh it's called how to be a girl boss and how to be a young girl boss yeah, yeah, yeah how to be a young girl boss yeah and uh yeah i think uh um I personally know know uh people who are pretty hardworking. I very chong. They very chong one. Uh, like uh, like uh, how say I like uh, I have a few university friends and also friends currently right now that they really like just chong. They really like uh, just uh move forward. And I don't know how they do it. And uh, right. I I respect them a lot because I don't have 
I admittedly don't have the same drive or motivation as them so, a lot of the time. Right. Uh, so like for them, I think uh they they are very uh single minded in in that uh they want to do what they can to achieve their dreams. And right. I think because of the way that they are, they are able to um uh, do this themselves. Like, you know, they are functioning at a, in a way that their own mindset, their own mental uh, stability is already built on the fact that they are able to handle uh, just single-mindedly, pers- the single-minded pursuit of their goals, you know, mm-hmm. without any breaks. Like, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, not everyone is like them. So, like, uh, I, uh, if, like, uh, say, my friend was to tell me, hey, why are you, like, chilling? Why are you reading books? Why are you, like, uh, playing games. Just chung la, come chung with me, play golf with me, play, uh, or like, uh, go and like, network, go and like, uh, do presentation, whatever. Mm. I feel like very tired. Because mm. right. like, I know, man, uh, I'm not like, the kind of person that, you know, can chung mm. like him. Yeah. And, uh, I feel that this, like, uh, pe- I, I guess like, people like them, people like my friend, uh, mm-hmm. they, uh, I guess are the, starters of like you know hustle culture hustle movement in that mm-hmm. it works for them so they want to you know uh tell others to push forward but uh, they, i think they don't understand that uh not everyone is built the same way as them and not everyone can take their men- the mental toll that hustle hustling constant hustling uh has on other people yeah. so uh yeah it, it, because of that it builds this very per- pervasive culture that uh, you know, like people who are not like them try to you know follow in the hustling, <clears throat> right? And uh, it just causes them more grief uh, and more pain than anything else. Like uh, I think uh, this this is one of the few things that I I learned very recently in mm-hmm. that uh, it's very easy to compare yourself with other people, right? Uh, yeah, and I feel that you know uh, instead of everyone thinking that we are all starting on one one line, one like, you know, a uh, finish line where there's like one path or like there's, uh, there's a track. Instead of like us thinking that we are horses on a horse, on a race track. Yeah. Uh, we should be thinking that, you know, we are people that have uh, our own path. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we have like, if we are on a track, we, we are the only people on the track. So we are competing with no one. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <clears throat> I, I mean like this, I wanted to say this, I, I just discovered this, uh, as an overarching uh, analogy and overarching like mentality. Yeah. I mean, like, of course, in life, you always com- you have things to compete with. For example, you're competing with, say you're competing with other businesses, if you're a business owner in your same niche. Uh, right. you, know, comp- yeah, you might be competing with other candidates for interviews. Uh, you may be uh, competing with others in games, uh, mm-hmm. both professionally and like uh, in leisure. Right. Or like just playing sports. But uh, as an overarching team, I mm-hmm. believe strongly that, you know, like, we should all think that, you know, we are working our own paths. We are, we, and this, this path that we're working on should not be compared with anyone. So, like, in, uh, in, uh, to, like, you know, uh, to make people, uh, to, to make you guys, like, even more uh, comforted by this fact. Like, uh, I would say that uh, um, there's this infographic that, I've seen recently, mm-hmm. uh, or I've seen like a while back, uh, and it's the age that people have, 
uh, started their businesses or like, you know, became millionaires or something like that. Mm. So, yeah. uh, it was an infographic, like, for example, very young, like, okay, this person from 15. Days, oh, like, I know what you're talking and, about. Yeah, and then uh, at the end, right, it's Colonel Sanders. And yeah. he, he like, started KFC, his recipe at 60-something. So, like, like, what the hell, right? Like, uh, <laughs> like honestly, I, I want to use this infographic to like really bring light to the fact that we are all walking our own paths and right. we are all uh we are all focused on our own things that we care about at different points of our life. <laughs> so like we can't compare your lack of success with another person's success because you are both walking, you know, two different mm. paths. Like unless you are like, you know, uh total clones of the other person, you can't just compare that you are uh like like them. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't like give yourself stress that you are not as successful as them. Um, mm. uh, <clears throat> so like recently, Brian and I were watching uh this, uh, this, uh reality TV show called Undercover, mm-hmm. Baby, uh, the one which also featured Grant Cardone, and mm. uh, um, I think like, after watching it, I felt motivated uh, and uh, the fact that you know this guy managed to like amass. Uh, valuation of his company within ninety days was like uh, a kick in the ass that I want that mm-hmm. I needed uh, to you know motivate myself to like work harder. But mm. uh, at the same time, I understand that there are other people who watch it and be like, I uh, uh it's like that because like of this is this, and it's totally okay because like like uh the main thing to feel when you watch that thing uh I feel is not to be depressed or demotivated or like right. upset, but to feel that. Uh, anything can, anything is possible if you put your mind to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but of course, like uh, with caveats, yeah, like uh, it is anything is possible. Mindset is uh very very loosely. Uh, it can become a slippery slope where you start going into this whole uh self defeating, uh like a be- self beating uh, uh toxic culture of uh of like always hustling. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I think the. <clears throat> The the infographic you're talking about, um, about Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Uh, it's uh either I think it's <clears throat> on this website called uh Adioma dot com A D I O M A dot com. Or like it's on funders and founders where they do yeah. like a lot of infographics on um on like uh sort of startups uh yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. I really like I really like the infographics they did. Uh. It's really quite cool. So, yeah, they're quite nice. Yeah, I, I think maybe we'll find a way to drop the link in the description of the podcast mm. for this episode or something. But, mm. but yeah, man, you know, it's, it's actually quite cool. Uh, like, listening all the, to seeing the life story itself, like all these really, really famous people and like yeah. how they started. Because yeah. all of them had a starting point, right? So, yeah. Mm. Mm, I, I, I totally get you. Uh. I think the infographic is super nice. Uh, the one that you just sent me. <clears throat> yeah. And, and uh, I think like uh, for me personally, I tend to uh, it may not seem that way, but I tend to get a lot of comparisons from my uh, from my uh, like from my grandma, from my mom sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, my mom not as much uh, because she's more like uh, she's more chill, right? And she's more like uh, she's less toxic. Uh, she's not that toxic. Uh, so mm-hmm. my my grandma, you know, like. She has to compare me with uh, my relatives mm-hmm. or people my age, uh, and and 
uh, I think like this has also in a way kind of demotivated me from the start in that when she kept comparing at the start when she compared me to my uh, cousin like twice or thrice removed uh, mm-hmm. she, like where uh, she kept saying that how oh uh, I uh, I wasn't I didn't go into like uh like raffles like uh, like him or like you know I didn't do as well as him uh mm. like uh like I I think it impacted part of my uh mentality growing up in that I was very like I I often tended to give up on things mm-hmm. easily because right. I didn't want to be compared uh just just to sidetrack a bit into this story uh, so like mm-hmm. I, uh my my uh, long lost my my not long lost. Uh, my cousin who's uh, twice or thrice removed. Like, his name mm-hmm. is Desmond. Uh, so like, when we were kids, we I would just go to his uh, house every mm-hmm. uh, every holiday. Like, so that my grandma and his mom can you know like have a chat and then like, hang out. And uh, like throughout this entire like my entire childhood, like my grandma would keep comparing me to him. And uh, so like she'll. She'll be like, oh, you know, oh, Desmond uh, Scott uh, is for like his whatever, right? Or like, oh, Desmond A went to like Raffles, Raffles, uh, uh, like Raffles Secondary School. Sorry, what's the the secondary school Raffles institution? Uh, Raff- yeah, alright, sorry, yeah, yeah. Shit. I'm obviously not elite if I don't <clears> know that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, so like, oh, uh, uh, Desmond is in alright. Where are you? <clears throat> Yeah, from Jurong JC. I'm like, oh damn. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, sure, I'm pain. So like, uh, uh, my grandma will keep telling, comparing me to him in mm. everything he did, and uh, it just it stopped uh, abruptly because he went to poly and like, <laughs> <laughs> I see. Game, and like, uh, uh, for like for a period of time, like she didn't talk about it, like, And he went, he went, eventually went to university, and he became an, he became, he worked in a hedge fund. He's okay. working in fun now. So like, recently, you know, it, it, it was damn annoying. Uh, my grandma started uh, coming back with the same comparison. She was like, hey, hey, you know, uh, Desmond, uh, now uh, he's working in uh, this bank. Like, hey, his salary, starting salary, 8,000, you know. Then I was like, oh, okay. okay. Uh, grandma, I don't want to tell you this, but I earn more than him. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, like, uh, that's not a point. Like, I was like, just saying that... Uh, like, like it, it's just very annoying and this right. whole thing was uh, very pervasive in my childhood for uh, sure yeah so so like uh, uh, uh yeah so like uh, I know I said a lot about on this story uh, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, what the point I was trying to make is that uh, when I was young uh, and even up to today I often you know feel very demotivated or depressed because like, I compare myself with others right mm-hmm. And uh, it's very unhealthy, I know. But I, you know, sometimes like because of the treatment I received as a child, I can't stop, right? Uh, to a certain extent, and uh, because of this, like, de- uh, or not really depression, but more of like, because of uh, the unhappiness that I feel from like comparing myself to others, I often will Google, uh, like, um, success and failure uh, stories after you know, like, uh, uh people who who uh, have felt so much uh, succeeded in life later. Mm. So, like, there, uh, there are, off the top of my head, there are a lot of, uh, um, these, a lot of uh, uh, stories that I've uh, heard. Uh. For example, one of them is uh, Oprah, who, you know, she got raped as a, as a, as a teen and mm. uh, gave birth. And then now she's, like, uh, really, uh, uh, now she's where she is, uh, like, uh, right. Uh, yeah, you know, she has, she's where she is. And then, 
there was also another one where uh it was about Abraham Lincoln himself. Mm. So I think Abraham Lincoln started like three or four businesses which all failed. And right. he even tried to run for elections as a governor or president, like, I think three, four times and he failed all of them. Like I believe right. I think like there's this timing of him and his failures and honestly his entire life is a fuck up. For lack of a uh, uh, if I'm being like uh blunt, like his entire life is really like just a failure after failure after failure, and he just never gave up. Uh, right. And I think stories like this really make me feel a lot better because like he only became president when like, I think when he was quite old, after failing so many businesses and failing so many attempts, and uh like he really just never gave up and just uh like he could take he he like, just continued going on, and I feel like uh this is also what hustle culture should be like not that kind of toxic thing where which gives you to keep uh working hard when you're yeah, not man. and when you're not working hard. Uh but uh I, I feel that what would be better for other people is if hustle culture was something that celebrated not just the successes of others but also the failures. Yeah. Because uh from our failures that's where we learn how to be better in what we do. Yeah. Actually that's yeah. a really good point and you know um, I, I feel like we we could even uh, do episode on um, the uh-huh. sort of that, uh, the entrepreneurship uh, the business kind of uh, startup scene in Singapore mm-hmm. and like how how mindsets and attitudes towards failure really affect 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 the the landscape and the culture and the yep. even the success rate of our founders la, so. yeah yeah I mean uh, not just for startups but also at work la. I mean yeah, like, we work on projects a lot of the time and uh, I'm sure like you know like, things will screw up like you will find random bugs suddenly or like someone didn't change something and and yeah, uh, yeah I, I will say that I guess most people listening, most people in Singapore are employees la, not <laughs> not startup or like business owners la. I mean like statistically wise so like uh, in the context of like working for, as a, as a as a uh as an employee of a company, like you also face a lot of like problems, a lot of like, mm-hmm. things when you, uh when you uh in in work lah, when in, when you do your projects, projects can fail, or like when you can fail like mm-hmm. job interviews, you can fail a lot of different things lah, and uh it's often very uh depressing of course when you first find out that hey you didn't make it make the cut or this didn't work out. And yeah. it's something that you know you feel. And I feel that uh <laughs> instead of beating yourself up from the failure, uh uh you should also have uh like have the men- uh, at least have the uh, comfort, find comfort in the fact that you know you tried. Mm. And uh even if you didn't put in enough effort, even if you didn't want, but at least you knew like what went wrong. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, at least you knew what went wrong, what you could have done better, and, you know, how you can uh how you can try again. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Actually, just now also you you shared a story about um stories that you found inspirational. What was the yeah. example you gave her? Uh, I gave the story of uh Abraham. Abraham Lincoln. Mm. Down, down, I thought it was uh, quite inspirational to me. Right. At least at that point in time, uh, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I think personally for me, my most inspirational story that. I always go back to is uh, a story of um, uh, the founder of WhatsApp. So, oh. so uh, I think I think he's uh, pretty famous. Uh, he's called um, 
I think Andy Kum. Uh, let, let me double check. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you know, basically, um, oh Brian Acton, uh, Brian Acton and Jan Kum. So so Brian Acton is the is the famous guy because uh, you know um, back when I think uh back before he started on WhatsApp um, he he actually applied to Facebook and Twitter and he got rejected by both uh-huh. companies. Uh, so so when he got rejected, he actually tweeted about the experience, but it was very positive. Mm. So so and then later on, like I don't know, like how many years on um, Facebook eventually bought WhatsApp, right? <laughs> uh, and uh, they they bought it for like uh like nineteen billion now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah, it really, it really uh, it's really poetic irony, right? Because like. Yeah. You know, this guy wanted to work for you for like a, what, maybe 100k a year salary, but yeah, now you're paying pay him 19 billion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and you know, the, it's, so, it's such an inspirational story, you know, like, um, I mean, as a, as somebody who, who does software, and, you know, um, let, uh, let, let me, let me read out like the tweets, uh, because, um, it's, it's really, he's really a legend, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so he did the, I think he, I think maybe he did the Facebook or the Twitter interview first, but like, um, this is his tweet, right? So he said, Facebook turned me down. It was uh, August 4th, 2009. Facebook turned me down. It was a great opportunity to connect with some fantastic people. Looking forward to life's next adventure. Mm-hmm. So, so he was like, oh yeah, they rejected me. But it was a great opportunity, but am I lost? You know, next time. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and then he just like walked away like a boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like walk into the horizon and sunset. Yeah, walk into the horizon. <laughs> yeah, that, that, okay, then listen to the, the one about Twitter. Um, the Twitter tweet, the re- Twitter rejection tweet is equally epic. Um, let's see. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so the, the other tweet was this, um, May twenty fourth, two thousand and nine. So so the first one was uh what day August, right? August two thousand and nine. So 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 he interviewed with Twitter first, then he interviewed with uh, Facebook. But mm. uh this is what he tweeted. He said, Got denied by Twitter HQ. That's okay. Would have been a long commute. So he's he's still like, Okay la, like not a big deal. We'll have to travel super far anyway, la, so <laughs> it's not a complete loss, you know what I mean? So <laughs> so so it's really cool, man. Because like, you know what what if we could have that attitude, right? And you were also yeah. saying that if only hustle hustle culture was like um you know more about uh celebrating failure, you know, yeah. uh, saying that okay, uh success is not final, failure is yeah. not fatal, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's about daring to continue la, you know, and not not like pushing yourself mindlessly, but actually thinking about the why behind what you do. Being productive instead of busy, you know, and uh, uh, taking care of yourself, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah I like what you can say. Yeah. Being productive instead of busy. That is, yeah. 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 yeah, man. So, I think that that's like most of what I wanted to share. Mm, mm. I, yeah, I, I really, really feel, uh, I feel that it's very important for us to celebrate the failures in our life because statistically, uh, most people fail. Yeah. Like, uh, of all the businesses around in the world, um, or all, all the projects that we do, mm-hmm. or whatever, most people fail. So, uh, I, I, like, I feel that, you know, uh, resi- true resilience and true, true uh, success is not only when you are able to complete something, but you do something or you finish something because uh, you've learned from the lessons that, and your failures uh, along the way. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, 
uh, I mean like there's even so many uh, uh, there's there's even like some um, um, uh, I guess it's a stereotype I would say that uh, you know like there's this overachieving uh, person right he's like, always mm-hmm. successful at everything so like the first time that he meets failure uh, it could be like well into his adult life like first right. time he really meets real failure will he like just you know like blue screen of death will he just like pause uh-huh. and be like shit uh, this is not happening. Like, yeah. His entire world like crumble if like he, he uh, like has not experienced failure before. Mm. So like, uh, I feel that really managing and learning how to deal with uh, failure and seeing it in a positive light is very important. Uh. If not like how you, if not like, it becomes so crippling that you don't even want to move, right? Right. Yeah, you don't even want to like uh, move forward at all. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Um. So um as 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 usual uh if you feel that anything is uh impacting your own emotional or mental health uh or if you just feel that your uh you are just uh facing too much trouble on certain things in work or in life uh it's okay to take a break yeah it's okay to you know step away from it and be like uh, you come back the next time right and uh yeah failure is never the 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 be all and all and uh. It's never the the it's never fatal because uh we'll always be able to come back again. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's also all I had to say about this topic. Yeah. So uh, as uh, hopefully you guys uh, if I wonder if you guys have seen uh, uh different examples of hustle culture in your life or in uh, around you, and I hope that you guys don't get sucked in. Uh. Yeah, I I think sort of like in like final thoughts uh, for for any of our listeners out there um you know we, we talked about a lot of things but uh if if there's like one thing that uh, we could set you up to walk away with uh, after today's episode it'll probably be something along the lines of um you know the, don't 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 just blindly subscribe to hustle culture you know like mm. it it is what it is it's just a mindset a paradigm or uh, use it use it if it helps you you know but uh, at the end of the day, like, it should serve you and not define you. It should serve you and not control you, you know. So, like, mm. uh, uh, make use of it, leverage it, um, but also know the difference between busy, being busy and being productive and also no, don't just, like, um, run off blindly in one direction. Uh, know, know where you're going, you know. Uh, mm. Yeah, and, we, you know, you know, like, um, when you're young, you, you are always taught that, oh, um, hard work is so important, right? But, mm. you know, increasingly, when the older you get, you, you realise that uh, not just hard work, but direction is so important because mm. you could be working hard in a completely irrelevant direction that's never going to help you in what you actually care about, you mm. know? Like, and, like, like the, the world's best chef is not going to get to become a better chef by learning how to cook, you know? It's just mm. very unlikely or... It's not going to be a better chef by learning how to sing. It mm. could help, but why don't you just learn like different cuisines or like you know different cooking techniques, right? That, yeah. that would definitely be more impactful to your cooking career, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. don't just hustle for the sake of hustling. You know, be strategic about it because your energy is limited, your time is limited. You know, mm. work work on work in a direction that matters. Apply your efforts, um, to to get uh the most uh, productive, efficient result that you can. Uh, and then, you know, rest when you need to take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, we are our own worst critics. So don't 
ever beat yourself up uh, so much. It's okay to uh, <coughs> slap yourself if you think it motivates you, but uh, don't beat yourself up because uh, it's very easy to fall into a spiral. And, yeah, uh, you know, when you... Uh, uh, when you... Uh, talked about chef right uh just this thing just uh popped into my mind uh i recall there's this episode where uh gordon ramsay went to uh thailand to go and learn how to cook pad thai from <laughs> from yeah. Uh, yeah from from uh from the chef or something so like he went to the temple <laughs> go and cook i don't know if you saw that video before it's damn hilarious because like he cooked the pad thai right then he got the the guy who cooked who uh, taught him how to cook, try. Then the guy was straight away, he, 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 he eat it, and then he just looked straight at Gong Ramsay, and Gong Ramsay was like, like, oh shit, uh, is it not good? Then the guy was like, this is not Pad Thai. <laughs> 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 it was yeah. damn funny, but like, <laughs> then Gong Ramsay was like, shit, okay, you're a tough, you're, you're a tough customer, but I mean like, the, the monks all like thing, uh, so like, you know, uh, I brought this up because not only because it's funny, but because that like, even the world's best have their critics, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Even yeah, so like uh, uh, I mean, like, everyone has critics, and and you can't ha- have everyone be happy with what you do or accept what you do. So like, uh, you just do your best, all, and try what you can, all, and then just keep right. constantly improving, all. Like yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good, man. All right. I guess right. uh, this marks the end of our podcast uh, today so uh, we'll see you guys next time alright bye guys bye bye